Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on and so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. Welcome to And That's Why We Drink, a paranormal and true crime podcast hosted by wine and milkshakes. Yeah. That's you really, said it all. That's all there is to say. Good job. How are you? I'm great. Uh, I just, before we get going, I want to um, give a little shout out to everyone who's been involved with us on Twitter um, and our other social media, Facebook and Instagram. We've gotten a lot of cool, uh, we've made a lot of cool connections, mm-hmm. gotten some great suggestions from uh, Twitter users even gotten some advice. Uh, shout out to Hillbilly Horror Stories. Uh, Love which it. Is, yeah, they're a great podcast um, from Kentucky, which is my neighbor. I'm from Ohio. Oh, they're my neighbor too. I'm from Virginia. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, it was meant to be. That's neat. So thank you guys for giving us some advice and helping us out. We really appreciate it. Um, and I also want to announce that we, I'm the only one excited about this, but we officially have a listener in Alaska. <laughs> I've been waiting for that. I'm waiting for Antarctica. That's why it, I don't want to, I don't want to get my hopes up on the little prize. You know, M has big grand goals for this podcast. I'm, I'm looking towards Mars. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure at one point we suggested flying her mother to Antarctica so she could listen to it there. Just, oh, we would, we yeah. would. And she would agree. It might have to happen. It's, can you fly to Antarctica? Well, I don't... Were you going to walk there? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like jet blue. Can you just like book a... Fl- okay. Yeah, they have Alaskan Airlines. That's Alaskan... Oh, I- I'm... God. <laughs> I'm glad that I didn't say that. Usually I would say that. I know. Well, to go intercontinental, you still need a plane. Fair. Whatever. We can put her on like a penguin expedition. I'm still rooting for Mars. Although I think penguins live on the North Pole, not the South Pole. Thankfully, this is not a geography podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're on the South Pole because Santa's at the North Pole. Yeah, but I think... You never see penguins and Santa together. You do on Elf. No, you don't. Okay. <laughs> you see narwhals. <laughs> Please tweet us <laughs> if you know anything about anything. Because <laughs> uh, we don't. Because we don't know anything. Uh, also, I'd like to add that we had a listener named... Her uh, username is Andrea Q underscore Reno, and she sent us this wonderful article called 10 Weird and Disgusting Milkshake Flavors. Yummy. And so considering Team M is all about milkshakes, I'm going to... Uh, I haven't seen these. Yeah, I'm going to tell <laughs> I you... I was that. instructed not to. Here's one. Uh, I just want to know if you would drink these. There's a buffalo wing milkshake. Absolutely. That sounds like the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Well, wings are one of my favorite foods. Yeah, but... 
here's the, but I, I eat spicy wings and then I drink milk to get rid of the spice. It's actually kind of smart. It's like putting, well, I'm You're not going to. putting chicken in milk. That is so gross. Okay. <laughs> I didn't really think about the, like the, like the chicken texture. Yuck. Okay. Then the next one is a pancake flavored milkshake. Yeah. A hundred percent. That sounds good. You put maple syrup on that instead of chocolate sauce. Okay. This is the worst thing I've ever read. Uh, <laughs> the McNugget teeny. It um, has chicken nuggets. What is it with the chicken? What's, are you telling me you're not a fan of chicken nuggets? It has a barbecue sauce rimmed martini oh, glass. Oh, firm pass. If it, if it had that McDonald's like extra sugary ketchup, maybe. Mm. That's not the worst thing. I thought this was going to be like toenail milkshakes or something. I feel like dairy mixed with chicken nuggets. Oh, we're back on the chicken thing. And that's not even real chicken, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like processed junk. Mm. All right, what's the next one? Uh, a sweet potato milkshake. Yeah. That's not bad. Okay, so thank you, Andrea Q, for sending that in. That was neat. You can find us at ATWWD Podcast. Um, we love to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at me like I was supposed to finish that sentence, and I, I didn't know we were playing a game. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. We just love you all very much, so thank we you. We are. We're super... Can I do a shout-out, too? okay i'm I'm gonna mainly i want to say thank you to my sister who has been like our biggest cheerleader so far like she has gotten her whole office to subscribe to us but like she's always finding reasons to brag about me and this one's like the one where she's actively like selling us to everyone she can find that's amazing and then also another shout out to my coworker heather for he's also gotten everyone in our department to Dad. That is wonderful. My mom and dad haven't even like paid any attention to this, so I'm glad Em's parents and family are. They are. And we have so many. This is, by the time this comes out, we have over 650 followers. That's crazy. Blowing my mind. I'm just yeah. going to say that. On that note, back to And That's Why We Drink. Um, today I am drinking a Chardonnay and my good friends <laughs> <laughs> at Wine and Crime Podcast. They're. Uh, a podcast similar to ours and it's really fun to listen to but they just did an episode uh featuring kendall jackson chardonnay and i mentioned to them that it was my favorite on twitter before i listened to the episode and they just shit all over they it just shit all over <laughs> kendall jackson chardonnay and how much nobody likes chardonnay so uh in honor of you guys i love you i'm drinking a really nice glass of chardonnay but i will add I cannot afford Kendall Jackson right now. <laughs> so I have a lovely bottle of McBride Truve Chardonnay something or other. So All right. it was three ninety nine. But thank you for uh, shouting out to my favorite wine, even if you hate it. Sorry. That's fine. But go listen to them, because if they're anything like our podcast, they're amazing. Yes. <laughs> I feel like they're sort of our soul sisters. I don't know if they feel the same way. They're probably kind of creeped out. But anyway... Em, what are you drinking today? Oh, I'm drinking a Starbucks Frappuccino. Ooh. You know who was at Starbucks today? Um, was it a celebrity? It was. Who? Colin Farrell. Oh my god, I love him. He saw me doing this. Oh, poor Colin Farrell. He didn't talk to me. <laughs> he saw it and, and then walked away. But fun fact, he drives a an Escalade. Ooh. Because I watched him walk out. I got a picture of him for you, but it's just the back oh, of his sh- head. Dude, I fucking love him. I expected him to be driving... Um, anything a horse and wagon <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> you know those days where you sort of feel like you're having a stroke <laughs> <laughs> yeah that 
that was called high school. <laughs> my brain, my brain is just not processing vocabulary. Well, no, I saw him today, um, and I like I he got a drink before me and then turned around and I was like, that's definitely Colin Furrow. But his hair is different than I was expecting it to be. It was very like '90s spiky. Oh, and uh, I saw him when he decided to leave. He went to his car. And uh, I memorized the license plate, which I'm not going to say. But, you know, you never know when you need that information. We might need it. To you never know. To force him to listen to it. He also podcast. keeps a dream catcher in his car. And I don't know why you would ever need something in your car that involves you sleeping. That is a really good question. Something people might want to I feel like he's probably out. pretty deep. He looked like a tortured artist. He looked like he had a lot on his mind. He's great. That's the thing about living in L.A. It's just cool you see people in the flesh one of the reasons i drink today is because uh i had to go to the doctor and get blood taken this week Ugh. but apparently because we live out here i have the same doctor as a lot of celebrities nice and he was telling me all about ryan gosling and barbara streisand and all these other people and i was like i'm one of your patients and you've got these people like you've touched ryan gosling like this needle's also probably been in ryan's arm i'm I pretty sure not but hepsi is really nothing what blood type does he have i didn't ask that but i don't know if i'm allowed to say this so i'm not going to give the actual number but uh i did ask how much his life insurance is like how much his life insurance that he pays for costs and it's a big fucking number not surprised tesla that's the car i meant <laughs> sorry <laughs> well you came out of that stroke Whoa! really strong <laughs> that stroke has me really behind <laughs> anyway welcome to the show we're gonna talk Again. about <laughs> Welcome. If you've skipped past everything, welcome to the show. Uh, we are going to tell you a creepy ghost story and a creepy murder story. So, yeah. Get ready. Get your beverages ready. Well, wait, I have a fact. Oh, right. And has something fun to tell us first. Uh, yeah, I'll make it quick. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so the first one you'll be confused by because I was too. Uh, did you know that there's a fear of wine? What? called onophobia why is who on earth why okay onophobia is the fear of wine or anxiety related to wine i mean which is a real thing apparently i wonder who ha like what triggers that i don't know but they didn't really specify what like what type of anxieties because i thought people drank wine to avoid anxiety well that's what i do i think it's like the build-up anxiety to it like what if you're outside like, what if you're out to dinner with people and you say, oh, let's get this kind of wine, and then it ends up sucking, and, like... It's what? Like, it's, like, the social anxiety. That's how you know you're, like, super privileged. You're like, I have such anxiety about <laughs> I know. what kind of wine I My life is so hard. What if people don't like what I'm drinking? Fuck. No, okay, I mean, I guess there are people who, like, if you watch The Maury Show, um, I guess there are people who have, like, a le legitimate fear of, like, balloons or pickles. And yeah, they can't... I saw the pickle one. That girl is unreal. I mean, it's... They literally chase her around with a pickle. It's really mm -hmm. just kind of twisted, but also, like, fascinating. But, like, <laughs> they can't trace that back to any traumatic incident. It just is. So maybe people just have a... I don't know. There's a phobia for everything. There is. So. There's anyway. also a milkshake fact uh, that's kind of interesting. The Guinness World Record's largest milkshake was made in 2000 in New York City, and it was 6,000 gallons AKA 50,000 normal sized milkshakes. Oh, it was also strawberry flavored. Did people eat it? Yeah. 
There was like a whole festival in New York where people just got, I guess there must've been a tap on it or something, (laughs) but someone dove in and scooped it out. Anyway, there are your facts. Fascinating. Now we can move on. Now we can move on to why we are drinking all these thousands of milkshakes. And wines. We should keep a a running list of how much wine and milkshake is consumed during these. I don't think anyone needs to know that. (laughs) A barrel has already been done. (laughs) My parents don't need to know the number. (laughs) Are you ready for a ghost story? Take it away. Okay. Apparently this is a really famous story and I'd never heard of it before. So it's called the Smurl Haunting. Like Smurf without an F. Uh, that's what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not wrong. Is that a name? A last name? Yeah, it's the last name. To Jack and Janet Smurl. Wow. Of West Pittston, Pittston, uh-huh. Pennsylvania. It's always the shit always happens in Pennsylvania. <sighs> this is a doozy. This one, um, because do you know? Maybe you should know for reference. Do you know what a succubus is? Yes. What is it? It's like a creepy little thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> But A for effort, Christine. It's like a demonic thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like a creepy little demon. Right. That's what I said. <laughs> okay. So an incubus and a succubus are the same thing, except an incubus is male and a succubus is female. An incubus Because apparently also... in the paranormal world, gender binaries are also involved. There's no gender fluidity in the paranormal no, world. No. You're either one or the other, apparently. <laughs> an incubus and a succubus are... Um, okay. So they're, it's basically ghosts that sexually assault you. Oh, mm-hmm. like in American Horror Story. Sure. That happened. Okay. I saw that and I was like, I'm never watching this show again. Was it a boy or a girl? I don't know. It was like a creepy thing and it like made her pregnant on the show. Oh, if it made her pregnant, it might have been a guy by science's standards. Well, all right. I didn't know if science applies here. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I didn't know it had a gender at the time. Now I understand that. I don't understand why gender in the paranormal world is important. Anyway, let's crack into it. So I have, I realize... This is, like, every episode so far, I have used the phrase, let's crack into it, at least once in every oh, episode. Oh, Lord, that's your saying? <sighs> that's my catchphrase. Mine is probably, oh, Lord, because I say that. <laughs> I have a, probably a worse one, so. I think yours is glug, 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 <laughs> as all the wine goes down. I hate you. <laughs> all right, so in 1974... Uh, the Smurl Haunting began, which also became a book in 1986 called The Haunted, and it became a movie in 1991. Hmm. And it is a true story. Uh, the family was Jack and Janet Smurl with two kids and Jack's parents. And they moved to this house and immediately began doing repairs. I guess it was a house that... Fixer upper? Yep. And right away activity started beginning. So originally it was kind of benign stuff, like tools would go missing or like they would reappear later in weird areas. Um, but then like as after they would paint the walls, like old, like old wall stains would seep through the new paint Ugh. and like awful smells and kitchen appliances started catching on fire when they weren't even plugged in. Ugh. Like there, it was something like electricity was a big thing where Jack's dad was an electrician. Mm-hmm. And so he put the like all brand new wiring in on his own so there's no reason why anything should have been either malfunctioning or sparking or catching on fucking fire right um but it did uh the women in the house uh would hear voices that they thought were each other so like they would be in different rooms and hear their name and then be like oh what did you need and they either wouldn't be there or they'd be asleep or didn't say anything. That creeps me out. Um, the mother, the mother-in-law regularly heard Jack and Janet like fighting with each other 
And then she would go into the room and be like, what's wrong? And they'd be watching TV. <gasps> Yuck. But, like, cussing each other out and saying, like, horrible names and all that. Then black masses started forming, like, black clouds, which, in my personal experience, have a witness, and those things are fucking terrifying. What? Oh, yeah. Like, they're, like you can see them in front of yeah. you? Yeah. What are yeah. they... It's like, like a, it's like a cloud, like a black cloud. Is it, and it's probably a demonic thing, right? I mean, do it you know? It doesn't sound like a good thing. <laughs> I've never seen a happy black cloud floating in a room. Uh, but they would like, you know, <laughs> good you to know, know how you see things. Good to know. Um, so these black masses would form and either float around or would float near them or would like appear near them, like kind of like form out of nothing. Or they would walk into a room and it would just be like floating like ominously in the Ugh. corner. Um and then it started getting weird because uh, Janet, uh, the wife, started getting molested in her sleep. <gasps> what the fuck? And eventually Jack uh, witnessed it because he woke up to a voice, which it was like a woman's voice that he didn't recognize and turned around to see his wife and saw a black shadow figure running its hand up and down her leg. Which, it's a woman. I mean, I guess you can have like lesbian ghosts. I'm not really I thought ghosts sure. were, like, specifically... Apparently, there's only one and two for the gender binary, Got but you it. can be whatever sexuality you want. I see. <sighs> so anyway, after that, Jack was convinced that the place was haunted. I wonder you know, why. <laughs> after seeing a, something, like a shadow person, like, groping your wife at night. And then uh, I have uh, underlined, it gets worse. Oh, of course Because molestation isn't bad enough, I it guess. It always gets worse. So then people started getting dragged out of their beds, <gasps> like, by their feet. It would get yanked. Um, they would also get lifted out of bed, like, levitate, like, six feet up from the bed and then dropped into the bed to, like, wake up. But they wouldn't, like, other people would see them levitating while they're sleeping and wouldn't know what was going on. And then they would get dropped and Jeez. wake up. Um, they would, uh, their blankets would get yanked. I mean, I'm sure if you're, blank if you're getting yanked, your blankets would be getting yanked, too. <laughs> Uh, so there was a bolted light fixture in the center of the house that shook every now and then, but as tension would rise, it would shake more and more. And then one day it shook so long and so aggressively that it loosened itself and fell from the ceiling and landed on the daughter. <gasps> she didn't die, but like it hit her. I'm not going to lie. I thought you said the dog and I got really upset. And then you said the daughter and I was like, oh, that's still pretty bad. Would it offend you if the next bullet I had was the dog gets thrown across the wall? Oh, Emily. I didn't mean... I mean, you said it. But the dog ends up getting picked up and thrown across rooms into walls. Poor baby. So then uh, Janet was picked up. Like, as she was standing, she got picked up and dangled six feet in the air and then thrown across the room like a rag doll, apparently. Like, just like... Froom. How do you even... Why are they there? That's what I'm saying. Like, at this... Like, if you're getting thrown around, you're getting molested, your dog's getting thrown into walls, your child has a... Like a chandelier fall on her. Your Why are you there? Under a chandelier. <laughs> Why are you there? Someone like, is literally a ghost is like groping your leg. Call a priest or get a new house. Like fucking move, move into a cardboard box. Get you're out. just not being a good parent at that point. No, like oh, the light fell on my kid. <laughs> anyway, <okay. laughs> go to bed by yourself in the dark, <laughs> where maybe someone might show up in the middle of the night. And like you're just not being a good parent, you. right? Yeah. No, uh, Jack. Uh, Okay, so then, as if that weren't bad enough, um, people kept getting dangled, electricity was, like, things were still catching on fire, um, people's beds were rattling at night, and you could hear, like, hissing. 
Ugh. like hiss laughing. And then Jack um, was watching a baseball game on TV and saw the shadow person that he saw with his wife that night. He saw that entity walk into the room while he was alone watching TV and it also attacked him. <gasps> Did it molest him or just like, yeah. physically grab him? No, it molested him too. Oh. I I won't get into the details, but he says he felt everything that, you know, if there were a person there, he experienced all the same stuff. And he couldn't control, like, he couldn't get no. it off him? Like, things were holding him down that he couldn't see. I don't think I even realized ghosts or spirits or whatever could Well, I like to this. think that, like, ghosts slash spirits are, like, good. A different thing from, like, like, totally different than a demon. Demons, right. Demons are, like, I don't play with that. No, no, no. So, that happened. Uh, the neighbors also reported hearing screams from the house when either the family was out or they would hear screams while the family was home, but everyone was either asleep or, like, totally fine. Like, no reason for there to be screams. God. Uh, what else? So then they ended up contacting the Warrens from right. Amityville. They'd already done Amityville at this time. So The Warrens are the, the experts, right? Mm-hmm. They're the husband and wife team. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so Lorraine went in there, the Mrs. Warren, mm-hmm. she went in and said that she had made contact with four different spirits in the house. One was a harmless elderly woman. Fair. <laughs> she's just there. Like, she's just like watching all she's this like, horrible oops. stuff happen. Uh, there's a young violent girl, as we've heard. God. There's a man who died in the house after like a lot of suffering from an illness. And then there's a demon that was using the three of them to hurt the family. <gasps> Like, using them as puppets to hurt the family. Um, so after a lot of investigations and prayers and exorcisms, nothing worked to get these people out or to get these spirits out. Um, so they ended up reaching out to the public, just saying, like, if anyone has any idea, like, please. Like, this is a lot of trouble. Like, just move. Like, like, just move. Like, get out. Ugh, it drives me bananas. I mean, honestly, if you can drop a chandelier on someone, like, they can kill you. Like, yeah, I mean, you know you're not wanted, and they're not leaving. If you've already tried, like, And you're probably just pissing them off. Yeah. You're just giving it energy. Ugh. I don't get it. I I mean, if someone dropped a light on me and then threw Geo across the room, I'd be like, see you never. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Well, honestly, though, and I, like, I get the argument that, oh, people spend money on houses, and it's not easy to move, but... It's can't, life or death. Can't you have, like, a family that can you can stay on their couch or a sister or a It says mom? a lot about them not having friends for someone to be like, you're getting molested at night? Come spend the night. Right. Like, you know? I would literally like, just mean. show up at my neighbor's house and be like, I'm sleeping I would show up couch. anywhere. I don't yeah. know what... The real question is, what are they thinking? Okay. So then after people get win, nobody, surprisingly, can get proof that anything's happening. It's... So anyone that goes in to try to help them... Which is the other thing. It's like, if if something's there, and you're regularly saying out loud in that house, like, let's bring people in to prove that this is happening, they're probably not going to show up then. Of course. To be like, oh, we just want to make you look right alone. So, I guess now that everyone was looking for proof, they weren't going to show at all. And so, reporters were doing lockdowns, and priests were coming to, like, spend the night and, like, after three or four days of nothing happening, the priests were like, well, okay, I just wasted my time, so they would leave. Wow. And then, apparently, as soon as they would leave, all this shit would happen. But who really... It's all... Like, it becomes... 
high speculation that nothing was actually happening. But I feel like you wouldn't lie about, like, your dog getting thrown into a wall or... You wouldn't be like, oh, I got groped in the middle yeah, of the night. Yeah, like, that's, like, something you don't lie about. Unless the entire family has, like, issues. Yeah, which I guess it's possible. So then they ended up claiming uh, when they were alone, they would still be terrorized. And so eventually they finally moved away. <laughs> and uh, in 1989... Uh, I guess they reported that whatever was at the old house followed them to the new house. And then they had an exorcism at that house and it ended up going away. Oh, okay, good. I don't know what was so special about that house that like they maybe, could get away, but maybe the other house had all those spirits and it was more right. Maybe powerful there. And maybe just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I would feel like out of those four, only like the super bad one would follow. Them. Sure. Right. Like if someone died in that house, it would make sense why they were there. And then they wouldn't follow you to the next one. Right, exactly. So anyway, since then, there's been a lot of scrutiny about whether or not any of this was real. Mm -hmm. But um, there is an interview from the Warrens after the fact. And they were like, what did you see? And Ed Warren, the husband, said that uh, there were a lot of spirits that they were... There were a lot of spirits there that weren't just those four. Because I guess in the original house, it was also... an old area for coal mining so a lot of people died there so it could have been something there oh um they said there were a lot more instances of people being levitated or thrown into walls and a, like he saw chairs shaking that people weren't even sitting in or he would try to to get some sort of contact from them and like the fridge door would swing open or like things happened that they didn't even end up reporting right because they were so little in comparison to like molestation sure but he did say that he vouches that the movie that they made in the 80s, in 1986, mm -hmm. he vouches that that movie is entirely accurate and that there weren't any Hollywood exaggerations to it. So was it like a, a documentary or was it more like it a representation? A, like of, a movie. Okay. But they said that everything it's, that happened in that movie did happen. It's pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. So I just have a question. How does that work that a demon like do you have to instigate that or mm -hmm. is it just there like how does a demon appear to like control the ghost like i get that like a spirit is there because it died or has right. energy but where does the demon come from i don't I know where it don't... comes from okay. i don't know where it comes from but i know like if i know to contact it like if it's already there then instigate it with a bunch of like either religious relics or just piss it off in general or say it doesn't exist and that it'll try to prove it to you like I know what to do to, like, activate one that's just kind of sitting there. Activate it? I don't know what the real word is. Like, would, set it, like, piss it off. Why would someone do that? I don't know. I mean, they, I like, in order to contact it at all to figure out why it's there. Got it. But how do you know it's there? I guess you only, you find out once. <laughs> when it's throwing things across the room. <laughs> once it's throwing your dog across the room. Oh, okay. Well, we'll just wait for that day, I guess. But, uh, I guess if it's, if it's that active... And then you decide, oh, I'm going to go in one day and talk to it. Then that's how you would kind of I see. get its attention. Because I've heard of people using Ouija boards and like opening some sort like Oh, well, obvious them. things like that will get a okay. demon in. That's you what I'm wondering. Oh, I just don't know if that's yeah. something that can... Play with a Ouija board and you've got yourself a demon. I'm looking at my Ouija board right don't now. Don't touch it around I want to play so bad. We're not playing with that. We are not playing with that. Not until we have Sage and a priest on either side of us. Where the hell are we going to find a priest? I'm an ordained minister. That Does that count? No. Okay. 
Well, you, that, I don't know. You just said that you don't want to do it. That's, you're not wrong. That's true. Okay. So we've got one I out have, of two. I know people who have seen Ouija boards catch on fire. Listen. Like, by themselves. I'm not... I don't play with the devil. I have some rosemary and basil. I don't have sage. <laughs> I have tarragon. Does that count? <laughs> sure. I, I don't... I'm not... I'm not touching that thing. Why? Why? I just gave you a whole story about but why. there's no demon here. Yet. What if we want to talk to like... Did you ever watch The Exorcist? That whole thing came out of a Ouija board. I know, but what? aren't there steps where you can do it so that you like protect yourself? Yeah, it's called sage and a million other ingredients we don't have and incense and I have prayer. incense. Do you have a Bible? Yes. No, we're not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to do it. <laughs> the end that on that story. That is horrible. Like, I remember in the... In that previous episode you talked about poltergeist activity and getting quote-unquote bitch slapped by mm -hmm. a ghost but getting molested by a ghost is just a it's whole, so horrible oh my god it's a whole new level i mean that's even that's extra scary to me because you can't even see what's happening to you that's, right oh it, it gives me the creeps oh, i'm so sorry to her yeah it's horrible and it reminds me honestly i remember in that first season i'm pretty sure they probably took it from that where the woman was like I mean, they took it to a whole new level where she got impregnated by it, but Jesus. it was like a black shadow thing. That's like that movie Devils Do. I don't know what that is. The devil pregnates, gets a girl pregnant. Yuck. That's like I Jesus, mean, but the opposite. Ugh. Yeah, that's exactly it. Oh. <laughs> that's exactly it. I thought I came up with that. Nope. <laughs> anyway. Yikes. That's a good way to end that story. <laughs> <laughs> my intelligence is just making appearances all right anyway the end <sighs> all right that... How, tell me a good story so... something happy and positive with no murder at all okay great i got just the thing for you <laughs> i'm gonna tell you all about our favorite guy okay his name is john wayne gacy <gasps> no way so you know who that is right <laughs> Because I keep, well, because yeah. I, I keep asking people and they're like, yeah, totally. And I'm like, well, who was he? No, that's like, Pogo the Clown. Yeah. And they're like, oh, a serial. I'm like, you don't know the half of it. I've been waiting for this moment my whole <laughs> life. I'm excited. Okay. You and, tricked me. You wrote it on the board earlier, you I know. sick bitch. <laughs> Look at it. Oh, it says it right I there wanted, on our to-do list, but you had already done it, I guess. I wanted to surprise you. Surprise you did. I should have worn my clown outfit. Uh, you know, I'm a professional clown. All right. I'm not even kidding i literally don't know what to make of that information <laughs> i told you the truth when i was 13 years old i went to clown college i graduated on my 14th birthday um what the i'm not kidding fuck are you talking about <laughs> i'm dead serious i made my mom burn all the pictures but i am a professional clown um linda can you send me <laughs> any remain i know you No, have... and no don't say that because she owns one and i know she's gonna send it to you yep shit uh, i'm going to have shit yep. i don't want this you at locked all. straight into this oh no she really does have one that there's there's only one picture left and I, it's somewhere on her iPad and I've tried every, every time I see it, I try to delete that picture and she catches me and grabs the iPad from me and she will gladly send it to you. And I, it's the most embarrassing thing I've ever done in my life. I need it. I, I was so, I don't even want, if you see it, don't even bring it up to me. Please just don't even tell me. I'll just tell everyone on Twitter. <sighs> it's fine. Um, I can't even cope with what you just told me. It I'm is all true though. I took like classes like real classes like to prepare you for the circus a walk, walk i have so many questions i don't know why i was just on a self-journey i guess self-discovery it must have been of self-destruction self-destruction <laughs> 
They prepared you for they prepared you for circuses, birthday parties, and like hospital visitations. I'm the youngest um, licensed clown on the East Coast. So you have a license. Yeah, to thrill. I can't talk to you right now. <laughs> That's where I learned how to juggle, and I can do like clown <laughs> makeup and balloon animals. And that's why I drink. <laughs> Trust me, I've been drinking for that for like a decade. That is the only reason from now on. I can't cope. I cannot cope. I can't believe I told my biggest secret on... I was so excited about John Wayne Gacy, I blacked out and just told you, you blacked all. out. I just told you every true thing about me. Well, now I feel really weird talking about this story. I didn't kill anyone. That's like the only oh, good thing that came well, out of it. Well, that's good. And now we have like 700 listeners. They all know... This is the greatest day of my life. (laughs) This is my doomsday. I feel like the world has just opened up before me. (laughs) It opened up a black portal at the (laughs) bottom of the ground. Okay, so uh, just know that John Wayne Gacy has nothing to do with M. (laughs) Because John Wayne Gacy is a murder mofo. He's one of my favorite murderers. Don't advertise that, considering you're a licensed (laughs) clown. (laughs) Since we're... (laughs) Full disclosure at this point, do you want to know one of my clown names? Stop. Because <laughs> I had multiple characters. <laughs> with multiple different types of makeup. I want all of them now. <laughs> one of them dressed in all green. And her name was Patty O Furniture. What the <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's not a lie. Did you make that up? Oh yeah. Why would can't you isn't that what isn't doesn't that sound like a made up fucking name? Did you stand on tables? What is the furniture? <laughs> no, it was just my name, Patty. Oh, furniture. Oh, okay, I'm not gonna ask <laughs> any more questions. What's the next name? One of them's name was Sassy, but that wasn't even my choosing. That was Fuck. my like graduation name. They like they give you a name, like deem you like a licensed name. So from now on, I'm going to say hosted by Sassy the Clown. I will fucking murder you. <laughs> I will turn into Pogo this real is, quick. Uh, <laughs> don't you joke about John Wayne Gacy. Uh, let's just please get on with this. Right. Oh, my I God, my talk skin about is this. crawling. I know. I feel really weird about myself and life right now. Oh, guys. Okay. So let me tell you about this freaking killer clown. Um, so John Wayne Gacy, uh, his based on his childhood, it wasn't that terrible. He had... An abusive father who was an alcoholic, but it wasn't, uh, you know... Like, it was something that multiple people have gone through that didn't become murderers. Exactly. Like, it was something that you hear about that's not totally abnormal. His father was an alcoholic, uh, beat his mom. Um, Some people say he beat his children, too. Uh, But again, this was in the 40s, so it's... Back then, it wasn't, you know, as outrageous as it is now. Mm -hmm. Um, Another weird thing that happened to him as a kid, he hit his head on a swing at age 11 and apparently got a blood clot that they didn't discover until he was 16, which put him in the hospital. But I'm just wondering, like, how when he was 16 and he had this blood clot that they were like, it must have been from the time you hit your head on a swing five years ago. I fall a lot. If I got, like, if someone told me I have a blood clot now, I would not be able to tell you where I got it from. Exactly. I've had I've had some pretty gnarly collisions with exactly. my head and an inanimate object. <laughs> exactly. So we're bound to die of a blood clot in mm-hmm. now, probably. Um, so he didn't stay close with his father, but he stayed close with his mother and sisters. Um, was considered a good Catholic, uh, well liked by the community. But in high school, um, he attended four high schools senior year and dropped out of high school and moved to Las Vegas, where he worked part time as a janitor in a funeral home. Casual. 
He became depressed. I can't imagine why. Uh, right. I'm all, all my coworkers are dead people. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So he moved back to Chicago to be with his family um, and enrolled in business college. And he realized he was a good salesman, became really successful, uh, and excelled at his uh, job at the Nun Bush Shoe Company in Chicago, Ooh. which sounds like the most 40s place I've ever heard of. <laughs> uh, so after this, so we're in the 50s at this point i'm sorry early 60s okay so soon after he moved back he married into a wealthy family he and his new wife moved to waterloo illinois people described him as well-liked upstanding member of the community however hmm. in 1968 two young male employees aged 16 and 15 accused him of sexually assaulting them he claimed he was innocent but later that year he hired another teen he knew to beat up the boy one of the boys who had accused him so the guy That's kind of a bitch move yeah like come on like oh these 15 year olds are hurting my feelings go, go do it yourself yeah guy okay so he so the youth that he sent to beat the youth that the youth <laughs> i don't know why what a 40s that. thing to say i feel like i'm transported in time <laughs> the, so the hooligan was caught <laughs> and he the came, rabble rouser <laughs> we're good at that oh yeah we're really good he confessed and said, you know, Gacy sent me to beat these guys up. So Gacy was arrested, convicted of sodomy, which is just what they said back then. Right. And sentenced to 10 years in jail. Um, he, at this point, he had two infant children with his wife. So his wife was just... <sighs> sad. Yeah, it was really sad. She was just devastated. Filed for divorce. He was pissed that she filed for divorce. <laughs> and said he never wanted to see her again, never wanted to see his children again, and would from now on consider them dead. Sounds like he's projecting. Yeah, it's like, you're the one in jail for molesting a 15-year-old. It's like, I molested 15-year-olds, and now I'm mad that you took my kids away. And so mad that I never want to see them again. Yeah, it's not even that you took them away. It's like, I'm mad you divorced me, so I don't want anything to do with our kids. Ugh. It's just it's just twisted. I don't know. I mean, it's probably a good thing. I mean, that's a, already a red flag that he's not all there. Yeah, and he was in jail for 10 years, so it's like, okay, guy. Yeah. What a threat. Anyway. <laughs> actually, I was wrong. After 18 months, he was paroled. Whoops. Because that's what happened back then. Right. Moved back to Chicago to work in construction. So we were in 1971 at this point. His mom helped him buy a house, which happened to have a four-foot-deep crawl space under the floor. I love it. So that's some sort of foreshadowing. Uh-huh. Um, on February 12th of 71, Gacy was charged with this orderly conduct when a teenage boy claimed that Gacy picked him up and tried to force him to have sex with him. But it's the pretty gay, see of him. What? Gay. <laughs> <laughs> God, you're so good. I'm going to be such a good dad one day. Your clown is showing. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so anyway, the kid never showed up to court, so the charges were dropped. Uh, the following year, Gacy was arrested and charged with battery after a young man said that Gacy flashed a sheriff's badge, lured him into his car, and forced him to have sex with him. But mm. the charges were dropped again. That same month, he married a lovely woman named Carol. Oh, Carol, run, <laughs> bitch, run! I don't know what Carol was thinking. Uh, <laughs> she knew him from his teenage years. And at this point, he was hiding his criminal record from everyone. Because in the 70s, I guess you could move away and nobody would know that you were oh a... yeah oh my grandfather was a con artist um he that was his thing and it's pretty dope he like would run away in the middle of the night in like the 60s and 70s and he would just change his social security number and just start a whole new life you could like change your name and just have another family and 
that's literally what my grandfather did. That's how that's how he ended up getting his other wife and new child. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, oh, boy. So Gacy soon became known as a sharp businessman. And the way that he would undercut his rivals was by hiring teenagers who were in high school because they were cheaper. So he would save costs. Nice. So that's not sketchy at all. But it's um, smart business. I mean, it is if you're not a pedophile valid so one of his really fun hobbies that he did was that he would host parties uh dressed as, he would host children's parties dressed as a clown uh pogo the clown was his name love it and he would entertain children at local hospitals oh. uh so that i actually have a photo of that and it, i can't even look at it because it i can bring it it's the most upsetting thing i've ever seen i want to see here it is hmm. oops okay that's him at a children's party. That's interesting. He's all, he, I mean, he looks like a clown. He looks like a... No, he looks like a murderer. I mean, in hindsight, yeah. Well, this photo creeps the... If that thing showed up to my birthday party... <laughs> I mean, okay, the, in my professional clown makeup class, I would tell you that you're not a clown <laughs> without a nose, and he has a human fucking nose. There's no red bulb. Yeah. I will also say from my clown makeup class that he is... He's doing a white face clown, uh, which means <laughs> who knew that this knowledge would fucking I come in handy? I can't believe we're evaluating. John, oh yeah, there's three different types of clowns. John Wayne Gacy's makeup. Right it's now. actually funny enough. The Three Stooges were written as the three different types of characters, like the three main type of like clown personalities you're supposed to have. More so in a circus, all three of them have a different um, like purpose in the show. And that's what the Three Stooges were based off of. Well, I feel like John Wayne Gacy... He went, like, he went his own way. He ruined clowns for everyone. <laughs> yeah. I don't... I mean, He's I'm going to be honest. I know you're a clown, but like clowns are not a thing that I enjoy, typically. Me either. I okay. don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Okay, good. As long as we're both on I the same I was 13 page. and hormonal. You took that... Like, <laughs> you took your hormones and went a weird way. <laughs> I took a sharp left turn. I took my hormones and listened to Evanescence. Well, you know what? Some people do drugs. Some people become clowns. You're welcome, Mom. Some people wear Converse to school and think they're badass. <laughs> that may or may not be me. Okay. So anyway, he was a clown at children's parties. Everyone loved him because they were stupid. Uh, he was also a Democratic precinct captain in his community. He would uh, organize the annual Polish Constitution Day Parade, oh, which is the funnest day of the year. <laughs> Besides Flag Day. Besides, right. They're tied for first. Right. <laughs> Uh, he even had his picture taken with First Lady Rosalind Carter at the mm. time, and she signed it for him. And I just imagine that someone probably has spent like hundreds of thousands of dollars to have that photo. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I imagine someone that, that has a podcast kind of like ours. A crazy person must have spent a lot of money on that. Um, so in July of 1975, one of Gacy's employees named John Butkovich disappeared. He had left work after an argument over pay he was owed, and his family asked the police to go look after Gacy because they knew that they were having trouble at work, right. uh, but the police refused to go check him out, so the case went unsolved. Um, his second wife, shortly after, divorced him in March of 76 because she felt she couldn't cope with A, her husband's unpredictable moods, and, and B, his bizarre obsession with homosexual magazines. So that kind of... His bizarre obsession or him just being gay? I mean, she said that he would have a lot of pornographic magazines sent to the house and she just couldn't... And they were all it. gay porn. Yes. At that and point, don't you just kind of like wonder if he's gay? 
I mean, I or think you're just like, oh, he's knew. got a quirky habit. I think she knew, but she didn't. She was like, I can't. Well, do this was this the seventies too, right? Yeah, sixties, seventies. Okay. And so she also was finding wallets with IDs of young men lying around the house. So she just thought, I want to get out of here. Okay, yeah, she's not an idiot. She probably, I don't know, I don't know if she thought that he was sleeping with people, like with young men. I, I imagine if she thought he was murdering these people that she would. I don't think he thought he was murdering Yeah, them. I feel like she, like she said. I mean, she has enough evidence to think that he's sleeping with Right, them. exactly. So I think she just wanted to get out. Um, and then the following year, in December, another one of Gacy's employees vanished. His name is Gregory Godsick. And Gacy was the last person to have spoken to him. So his family asked the police again to check him out. And surprise, they did not go to his house. They didn't even check his criminal record. To see, I mean, if they had, they would have seen that he had been imprisoned for sodomy of a teenage boy. Right. They did not even look. Um, so then the next year, uh, oh, I'm sorry, a month later... John Sick, an acquaintance of the first two that went missing, who also worked with Gacy, uh, disappeared as well. So at this point, um, <laughs> this is just so bizarre, but reports indicate that Gacy was tired of digging holes in his crawl space, and he wanted space that was available at all times. So he hired one of his employees, a teenager named David Cram, to make more space. Uh, so Cram stayed with Gacy at his house, had a room at the house, Ugh. I know. Uh, and one night he came home from work and reportedly found Gacy drunk and in his clown costume, which <sighs> I just can't even imagine. Um, I would literally be like, you look like you've had a day and I would like back walk out of I'm there. I'm going to leave you. Like, you look like you need some alone time. <laughs> Apparently they had a few drinks together and then Gacy tricked him into putting on handcuffs as like a magic trick. Then started growling and spinning him around the room, screaming, I'm going to rape you. <gasps> I know. It's like that. Oh, just my God. Made like, my stomach drop. Wow. But somehow, Cram managed to push Gacy down, escape to his room with the key to the handcuffs, and just was like, he had a rough day. I'm not going to do anything about it. What? So he, like, just went to bed. Yeah, he was just in like, the house. He just Ugh. was like, let me lock the door. People are so stupid. I know. If I ever met anyone who even hinted at saying something like that i'd be like hey christine what are you doing tonight <laughs> i'm coming to your house for the rest of my life <laughs> but um anyway so a few months okay so this guy was just like whatever it's fine he's a drunk clown just a drunk clown who threatens who wants, sexual assault yeah who wants to rape me so in march of the following year which would be 78 at this point gacy lures a teen named jeffrey rignall into his car he chloroformed him, classic, uh, took him back to his house, raped and tortured him, then dumped him in Lincoln Park in Chicago. What kind of torture? So he's dumped, So he used uh, wooden boards and ropes to torture his victims and eventually kill them. And syringes. That just all sounds bad. And often he would wear his clown outfit do doing it. There's a video of him, like, showing the cops what he did with rope. Like how, like how to tighten it so I that don't. you can perfectly choke and strangle someone. I can't. Um, we'll post it on our social media. Maybe we'll Aww, see. Hey, Geo, you're upsetting my puppy. It's not like it's not like a like a graphic video. It's just it's, like he shows you like how he would do it. Like with like he like wraps it around his arm or yeah, something. Yeah, but then you think about how many people he did that to. Ugh. I mean, all right. That wasn't a trick I learned. Listen, that wasn't. <laughs> they didn't teach you that in clown. They didn't school? teach me that rope trick. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um... So anyway, so this guy escapes alive um, 
probably really fucking traumatized, yeah. but alive. Uh, so a few months later, a teenager named Robert Piest, P-I-E-S-T, mm-hmm. uh, who worked at the Des Plaines Pharmacy, P.S. I looked up how to say that because I was going to say Des Plaines, like Des Moines, uh-huh. but it's Des Plaines. Oh, really? At the, I didn't want anyone yelling at me about it. Uh, who worked <laughs> at the Des Plaines Pharmacy disappeared. Um, just before he vanished, he told a coworker that he was going down the street to a house to talk to, quote, some contractor about a job. Gacy had been at the pharmacy that same day uh, discussing a remodeling job with the owner of the pharmacy, but said he never talked to Peast when uh, the police called him. So finally, the police were like, mm, maybe we should check this out. So they ran a background check and were surprised to discover that he had served time for sodomy on a teenage boy. Oh. Yeah, after how many freaking victims, right? So they obtained a warrant to search his house. Uh, They found some creepy shit. They found a 1975 high school class ring that did not belong to him. They found um, handcuffs, driver's licenses of other people, a two-by-four with holes drilled in the ends, a syringe, clothing that didn't belong to him, and a a receipt from the pharmacy where the kid worked. Uh, that's enough. Detectives noticed an offensive odor coming from the crawl space beneath the house, but said, oh, we think it's sewage. So they just left and didn't... Didn't even check to no. see if it was sewage. They said, oh, it's probably a sewer line. So they found this ring, and they realized it belonged to one of the teenage boys that had gone missing a year earlier. So they were like, oh, wait, this might be... He might be linked to several cases, which he was... Literally, the three people that disappeared worked for him, so I don't know how they only are now discovering this. Right, right. Fuck. Okay. So, uh, they obtain a second search warrant, and they're like, okay, we're going to actually, like, check this out. Mm -hmm. And that's when Gacy realized he was screwed. They were going to go... They said, we've got all this evidence. We're going to go down and, like, fully search your house. And he went ahead and confessed to police that he had murdered 33 young men. He just threw that number out? Yep. Like, he kept track of all of that? Over a period of seven years. What did he do? Was he like, wait, wait, okay, well, let's talk before you go check. He just... I kind of killed 33 people. Like, Like, did he say it casually? Did he... They, think? I mean, they brought him in for questioning, and he realized he was trapped. Yeah. Uh, he even actually, I mean, remember you were just talking about how he demonstrated his rope technique. Mm-hmm. He drew a map of where all the bodies were buried. Uh, most of them were 28 shallow graves under his house mm-hmm. and garage, and then he dumped the f- rest of them in the Des Plaines River. Oh, no. Yeah. So he actually, during his interview, this might speak to what we were just, what you just asked. He told investigators that there are four Johns. So his name was John. He said, there are four Johns. Uh, I imagine this is some sort of disassociative Mm -hmm. identity disorder. I don't know. Uh, He said there were, there was John the contractor, John the clown, John the politician, and the fourth John went by Jack Hanley. And he was the one that did all the evil things. All the evil things. As in raping, torturing, and murdering young boys. He said that was not him. That was the other John. That was Jack. Usually if you have, like, multiple personalities, you name them different things. That's weird. John the Clown? I mean, wouldn't he go by Pogo? I don't know. (laughs) So he had this, like, I think, what's it called? It's multiple personality, but I guess now it's technically supposed to be called disassociative identity. Yeah. D.I.D. So I remember. I have a psychology degree. I remember remember one thing from Psych 101. Cool. That's it. Um, (laughs) You're welcome, world. So the jury took 
two hours of deliberation before they all decided decided he was guilty of all 33 murders. Uh, on March 13th of 1980, uh, Gacy was sentenced to death. Mm-hmm. However, he wasn't executed for over 14 years, so he stayed in prison for 14 years. Um, and he actually did a phone interview right before his execution. And he told a reporter at the Night Tribune that, this is a direct quote, there's been 11 hardback books on me, 31 paperbacks, two screenplays, one movie, one off-Broadway play, five songs, and over 5,000 articles. What can I say about it? But then he quickly said, I have no ego for any of this garbage. <laughs> so clearly when he's admitting all these murders and drawing maps, I think it was sort of like a, right. look, look what I've done. I mean, Like a it, narcissist kind of. Right. Or look what Jack Hanley has right, done. Right, right, right. I don't know. But so that's kind of creepy. And then um, the only thing I know about him, uh, like, for sure, is when, uh, like, his last meal request. Wait. Oh, okay. I was just going to say I know what it is because I always thought same. Like, if I had to have a last that's meal, what, it's that's, exactly the same meal I would want. That's so funny because I was about to read his last meal and I'm like, I was going to say I think you will appreciate his last oh, meal. Oh, yeah. Read it. Read it. Read it. All right. <clears throat> His last meal consisted of a dozen deep-fried shrimp. I don't eat shrimp, but anything else fried will do. <laughs> and we'll have some deep-fried... Pickles. Uh, Fried pickles? pickles are so good. That That is good. A bucket of original recipe chicken from KFC. Woo! Which, actually, he was a manager at a KFC franchise at one point. Oh. Uh, a pound of fresh strawberries. Yes. An entire pound. Yes. And french fries. Mm-mm-mm. So that sound, what would what would your last meal be? I just curious. Oh, easy. That <laughs> I know. Well, if fried chicken is one of them, all like a collection of southern food. Yeah. And then a big old steak. A steak would be great. I love love steak. I would want a Domino's pizza and a glass of wine with a bunch of Valium just ground up in there. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I would want it I would definitely want to if I could sneak drugs in there first. See, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. You just, you just take a, I would take a tray. Oh, I would request, can you request alcohol? I thought they I said you could not. request anything, but they. I don't need- think you can take alcohol because if they're about to murder inject you. you, it might like, the alcohol might mess up the, I mean, if you're already going to die, it's like, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to overdose? Yeah. I wouldn't see why not. I would get a Trader Joe's box of Shiraz. Jesus. I know. Like your last, I would, kind of part of me would be vindictive to be like, if this is my last meal and they have to pay for it, I would get the most expensive shit. You're right. I would get a Kendall Jackson Chardonnay. That's the most fucking expensive. No. I, why would you get like, what's, that, just... what's the stuff that like, um, what's that want? Like Dom Perignon. Yeah. Veuve Clicquot. I would get some champagne up in that bitch and I would <laughs> ground some Klonopin in there and I would go on a high, <laughs> um, celebrate. I mean, I hope I'm never in that scenario. No. You know what's funny? When I first started working at the company that I work at, the first question I ever asked them was, if you were on death row, what would you eat as a last meal? Like, what was your last Wait, meal request? so this was in an interview, and they're like, oh, okay. Not in the interview. No, when I first started working oh, there. Oh, I thought this I, was, like, I was like, and that's not what they mean when they ask you if you have whatever, any Whatever, I got the job. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering where the fuck you're working. No, no, but when we first started, like, kind of jiving, and I realized, like, oh, I can ask really fucked up questions here. That was the first thing I asked them. See, I just asked you that. I feel like it's such a good sign of like... Yeah. One of them said uh, chicken fettuccine. I was like, that's a good answer. Ooh, fettuccine. Yeah. I'm going to add that to my pizza. Yeah. And garlic bread. Well, the, the crust is the garlic bread. Oh, fuck. I know. 
Someone put me on death row. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, good. What else? So he had a great, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I read the last meal and I'm like, come on guy. You could have done better. Or I like the guy who wanted, uh, it was, I think the Oklahoma bomber. He got, um, it was two pints of green mint chocolate, green chip. mint chip ice cream. That was great. And the green mint chip is the best. For some reason you can taste the green. This, we are not being endorsed, but the best mint chocolate chip is Turkey Hill. No, the best mint chocolate chip is Grater's ice cream. What? Grater's? Yeah. What the hell is that? Are you fucking serious? Is this like an Ohio thing? Yeah, but they also sell it here. No, I've never heard of that. All right. Well, you're about to get a lesson. Okay, but you'll try Turkey Hill if I try this one. Yes. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The end. Back back to the task at hand. Uh, So prison officials later said that uh, Gacy's demeanor before his execution was chatty and he was talking up a storm. So he seemed to be in a good mood, which I guess if you're eating prison food for... 15 years and then you're like oh i get some fried chicken i mean i'd be in a good mood too um but he was executed just after midnight on may 10th 1994 by lethal injection which midnight seems like a weirdly ominous late time to do that you know people are coming to watch it you know how they have those viewing rooms yeah i guess the viewing rooms these days are like the new hanging sites right like the execution like you like but you have to be someone specific you, you have don't, to have you don't get access. to just be like a townspeople yeah because you know people person. would for sure go there and watch if they let it open to the public but yeah i guess you have to be like a court ordered like approved someone right um so let's talk about how when he, they tried to kill him the chemicals unexpectedly solidified in the tube uh prevented any further passage they had to cover the window they had to close the blinds because they fucked up um oh no i know they had to replace the tube it took 10 minutes uh and then they the execution resumed uh yeah it took 18 minutes to actually get it right so i just i cannot i feel like by like minute three it was like i wish i was freaking dead just like i'm like this is worse so full of chicken just kill me yeah yeah. that's what he's thinking (laughs) anyway um so fuck it's horrible okay so guess let's talk about his last words let's talk about it do you want to know what his last words were what is it they were kiss my ass (laughs) (laughs) which is just so great it's like it's like i was thinking there was some murderer in france or not france why am I thinking French? Oh, because his last name was French. He wasn't French. He wasn't French. But his last <laughs> name was French. And his uh and he got um electrocuted. Uh-huh. And his last words were French fries. Like French. Oh, that's so punny. Like French fries. Dude, I love a good pun. Yeah. Especially in the electric chair. <laughs> what the hell's I wrong with you? I don't know. I think that's really clever. <laughs> if I if I'm ever executed after my wine and Valium cocktail, I would say something really punny. I'll let you know what it is. Well, when I if you have it. like 20 years on death row to, to think, think about, about it. it, you better be a good one liner. <laughs> you at least kiss my it. ass is a good one. Kiss my ass. Yeah, apparently. So anyway, after his execution, they actually removed his brain uh, to study it. Neat. Yeah. Not just for fun. Neat. Just for fun. They were like, meh, let's take it out. <laughs> yep. So they gave it to Dr. Helen Morrison, um, who had actually interviewed him and other serial killer killers. She was looking for personality traits that were common between serial killers and violent sociopaths. Uh, However, when she examined Gacy's brain after his execution, the examination done by... His frontal lobe fucked up? 
What was Sorry, it? Sorry, but there's so many words. The uh, examination done by forensic psychiatrists revealed that there were no abnormality, <gasps> abnormalities in his brain. I thought for sure his frontal lobe would be tiny. That's why they were looking. They were like, he probably has a similar brain structure as other uh well the frontal lobe is your decision making right so usually like your impulsiveness and all that well the interesting thing is that his defense tried to argue that he was insane that he had you know issues of i mean and he had this weird thing where he said there were four versions of himself i don't know but they found they said his brain was perfectly normal you could compare it to any other regular non-sociopath mm-hmm. and non-serial killer and it would have matched so Hmm. It's a little extra creepiness to add to the whole clown, killer clown. Yeah, for there to be no abnormalities is kind of scary. Weird, right? I expected something. I don't know. Maybe he was normal and then something happened when he was younger for him to just, for his thoughts and his, the way he grew up to just. Maybe. I mean, it goes to show you it wasn't, it wasn't nature. It was nurture. Well, yeah. And well, one of the things too was that when he was young, I guess he realized he was gay and it was you know the 40s and he had a really hard time like obviously coping with that and adjusting to that and i know his dad he had a heart condition too and his dad always called him weak and frail and so you know that was one thing but at the same time like people go through a lot worse and don't murder 15 year olds and sodomize them i guess if you repress being gay that much and your dad's always kind of mocking you for not being a man Mm -hmm. essentially i could see him like hooking up with these gay guys and then being so angry with himself afterwards that he yeah. like tries to show that he's a man and attacks right. them. Right. That's your oven. <laughs> My boyfriend's making his turkey burgers. <laughs> what a good guy. <laughs> I don't deserve him. I don't have a girlfriend, so I'm just dating him too. <laughs> That's just how this works. Though. M's dating me and I'm dating Blaze, so by extension... Perfect. Now what? now my grandmother's going to call me and ask if I'm actually dating you and it's going to be really weird. <laughs> my stepmom's going to call and be like, are you really gay? <laughs> No, just me. I did not approve this. I'm just a big old gay. It's fine. Whatever. Anyway, I feel really twisted about everything we just talked about. (laughs) None of it felt good. All my cheap Chardonnay is down my gullet. (laughs) It's hitting you right now. My my shake has been gone. (sighs) I think I almost like upchucked half of it when I realized the the embarrassing stuff. That you used to be a clown. (laughs) That exact thing, actually. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. I'm emotionally drained. If you're still listening and you didn't sign off after you heard I'm a professional clown. Linda, I need the picture. She'll do anything to get famous, too. She's like, if that's the price I have to pay. (laughs) She's like, this is my ticket to fame. (laughs) I always knew it. Oh, God. All right. Anyway, thanks for listening to us, guys. Thanks, guys. We love you all. Please rate, subscribe. Please rate, subscribe. You don't know how important that is. Tweet us about anything that you have a problem with or want us to talk about. Yeah, or if you just want to let us know we're lunatics and should be institutionalized. We already know. Yeah, surprise. (laughs) Also, uh, give us reasons to drink because we we don't need more, but we want more. Yeah. (laughs) On that note. And that's that's why why we drink. drink. Bye. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.